Every morning, lean thine arms a while upon the windowsill of heaven and gaze upon thy Lord. And then, with thy vision in thy heart, turn strong to meet thy day. Stay close to Jesus. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. morning. The renowned architect Frank Lloyd Wright remembered often an incident that was insignificant to him at the time, but had a profound influence on the rest of his life. When he was nine years old, he went walking across a snow-covered field. And he did so with his uncle. As the two of them reached the far end of the field, his uncle stopped him. And he pointed out his own tracks in the snow, straight and true as an arrow's flight. And then Frank's tracks meandering all over the field. Notice how your tracks wander aimlessly from the fence to the cattle, to the woods, and then back again, his uncle said. And see how my tracks aim directly to my goal. There's an important lesson in that. Years later, the famous architect liked to tell how the experience contributed to his philosophy of life. He said, I determined right then and there not to miss the things in life that my uncle had missed. Frank Lloyd Wright saw in those tracks what his uncle could not. It is easy to let the demands of life, whatever they may be, keep us from the joys and experiences of living and experiencing life, the ups and downs, to the point in which we could miss it all. We could miss the journey. Any goal in life worth achieving, as you all know very well, will demand a great deal of our energy. It does not matter what our profession is, what we do in life, We are all called to put forth the effort. And without effort and rising to the challenge, often we will fail. It is difficult to live if we do not set goals and work to fulfill them. Frank Lloyd Wright discovered at the age of nine what some don't learn until 59 or 69 or even 79 and beyond. The objective in life is not the goal, but the journey on the way to the goal. You see, the whole city had gathered around the door, waiting, pressing in, just to get but a glimpse of this Jesus. The demands on him were already piling up, and his disciples, they didn't help matters. 
In fact, they might have made them worse for him. And when he left early that morning to pray, they went searching for him. And when they found him, they said, what are you doing? Everyone is looking for you. How do we enjoy the journey when everyone and everything is searching for us? Wanting a piece of us. Demanding our time. Pulling us in multiple directions. And especially when we live as we do in such a fast-paced world and in a time in which we live, where technology, the way it is, there's scarcely a moment where we find ourselves sitting in quiet solitude. We do anything and everything we can do to occupy ourselves. And anything to drown out the voice of God. Jesus heals Simon's mother-in-law and the word spreads around town. If you've ever lived in a town, you know how the word can spread. That's big news. That he was healing the sick. Who wouldn't want to be there? And people flock to the house and there are crowds waiting for him on the other side of the door. And well, what was probably a very long evening, Jesus had to be exhausted. And certainly we could spend a lot of time this morning examining the power of healing. No question. But I believe the important message for us in today's Gospel is the power of silence and prayer. Silence and prayer is the engine for the experience of the journey before us. Because there's healing in this too. Early the next morning, Jesus goes to the desert and he prays. Oftentimes, as you all know, the desert is referred to in Scripture as the wilderness. And all throughout Scripture and the history of the church, we see and have seen godly men and godly women retreating to the desert a place of desolation, uninhabited, lonely, some would say useless, a barren wasteland. Now, I don't know about you, but the thought of going to a lonely, uninhabited place sounds, well, lonely. I can feel it. But ironically, and maybe it's a different kind of lonely, I think that's the case. We Christians are called quite often to be in this place. And we don't want to go there. It's hard. Because if we go there, if we listen and we look hard enough, we will discover something peculiar. A peculiar peace that Jesus knew about. But we've got to look. We've got to listen. Otherwise, it is lonely. Jesus retreats 
to the solitude and peacefulness of an uninhabited place. Now notice in the Gospel that after Jesus is found, He goes throughout Galilee. A place where He spent 80% of His ministry around in that region, around the lake. Healing people. Entering their lives. Touching them. Moving their hearts. Proclaiming the Gospel. Healing the sick. He makes that meandering journey, but with purpose. But before all this, He sought solitude and prayer. We too are called to be in this solitude. To test it. To allow ourselves to rest in it. To have a prayer routine. And it can look however you want it to look. However you shape it whether you're walking down the street or you're riding in your car. It doesn't have to just be here, although we want you here in church. It doesn't just have to be here in church on your knees with your eyes closed. But a prayer routine that will take you to that place of solitude. And then, to go forth in a Christ-like manner. Jesus was healing the sick at sunset and talking with God at sunrise. Jesus was healing the sick at sunrise and talking with God at sunset. That's all day. If He made time to find quiet and peace, then should we not do the same? This is what restores and refreshes our souls and our physical beings. And you know what? This is what makes us effective in carrying out our ministries, in caring for each other. Effective instruments for God. Think of it this way. Would it be prudent to have a concert first and then tune our instrument? I spoke with Joe at the back of the church. Would it have been prudent for Joe to sing and lead us in the psalm this morning before he tuned up his voice? No. Or think of it this way. First of all, raise your hand if you are now or you have ever been a Cub Scout. Okay, raise your hand if you are now or if you've ever been a Boy Scout. And then raise your hand if you are now or you hope to be an Eagle Scout. Okay? So think of it this way. Would it be prudent, and I'm testing you guys, would it be prudent to begin working on the rank of Eagle Scout before you become a Cub Scout and you earn your merit badges in the other ranks? No. The same with Jesus. Prayer and silence first the tuning of the instrument, and then the concert. In the city of York in England, uh, there's a graveyard and on a tombstone that's there that says these words. Remember, friend, when passing by, as you are now, so once was I. 
as I am now, soon you will be, prepare for death and follow me. Powerful words. These captivating words. Yet somebody read those words and they disagreed with them and so they decided to etch in another statement that followed that said this, and they're still there to this day. To follow you, I am not content until I know which way you went. (laughs) Just like Frank Lloyd Wright, we are called to accept the wide variations of our journeys. We have no idea where they'll lead us. We have no idea. We are headed for that final destination, indeed. But that journey, and you know this very well in your own life, is anything but predictable and anything but straight. It meanders. And when we find ourselves getting caught up in the craziness of this world, we must remember simply Jesus. Jesus, there's no hurrying in Jesus. We want time. We want control and efficiency. That's what we want. But guess what? It takes a back seat with Jesus. All throughout Scripture, He retreats from the world to the desert out of the need to find that quiet place, to charge His batteries time and again. And then He goes forth healing, touching lives, moving hearts, proclaiming the Gospel. He could have gone straight to Jerusalem. He could have gone straight to the cross. He could have avoided those three years of earthly ministry. But no. There was this journey of the living and the dead. And it's just the way God works. And we are called to follow. Several years ago, I was walking in the desert, if you will, the beautiful solitude of snow on the side of a beautiful mountain in my place of peace and sanctuary. And I was moving about in a cascading blizzard. And I was moving from the tree line to this vast opening and then back again. And suddenly, out of nowhere, I felt this extreme cold. It just hit me all of a sudden. And I turned and I looked behind only to see the soles of my favorite boots behind me. And pieces of them all throughout. First of all, I was really sad because I love those boots. Um, And I paused and thought for a moment, is this a divine moment? Standing here in the midst of this blizzard and the soles are off my shoes and they're scattered. And I thought, but this is, this is amazing. And of course I thought about it in the days that followed as well. Dry rot. Yeah, that's the reason my soles fell off in the snow. But there was a purpose. And I thought to myself, as I looked at this sort of microcosm of this seemingly aimless journey, 
where I left a piece here and a piece there and over there of my souls. Of my soul. S-O-U-L. Across that mountainside. And I thought about it in the days that followed. I left my mark all over that side of the mountain with a purpose. Wasn't my plan. I would have loved to have kept my souls. Difference. Touching lives. Moving hearts. Walking in and out of people's lives in the ways that we are called to be, to do as Jesus did. Leaving our footprints. Not tiptoeing. My soul was there. Your soul has been there too. The early desert fathers would say, stay close to Jesus. Because it reminds us of our utter need to prayerfully listen. And then go forth. As Thomas Blake said, every morning, lean thine arms a while upon the window seal of heaven and gaze upon thy Lord. And then, with vision in thy heart, turn strong to meet thy day. Stay close to Jesus. Amen.